0: They know I'm here. Somehow they know I'm here, right here. Was it possible this was all a dream, a horrible, hellish dream? She squeezed her eyes shut, but in doing so, the image of Jared jumped up behind her eyelids, his face frozen in a mask of pure terror, his skin gone a horrible milky white, his eyes covered in a film of tallow mucus. There had been a constellation of blood speckling the right side of his face, and more blood, a lot more, in the nearby snowbank outside, where she had shot him the first couple of times. But he had pursued her across the town square, along with George Farmer and several others. She had shot him again in the magazine aisle of the pack-and-go. That was finally when he went down, but... Before he died, he had managed to lift his head, his voice shredded, nothing more than a croak, as he attempted to speak her name. Shauna! A sharp bang echoed from the opposite end of the convenience store. Shauna braced herself, gripping the rifle tighter. Come on, fucker! Another bang, louder than the first, then... The rushing sound of ghost feet or bat wings or old Miss Brennan's pantyhose came charging down the aisles. Bags of potato chips and plastic tubs of motor oil exploded up into the air like a shark's dorsal fin cleaving through water. It was hunting for her. Shawna executed one final glance in the spotty mirror above the register and saw— or thought she saw, for it was there, and then gone in a single instant if it was even there in the first place. The flickering visage of something large and thin, and so pale she could see the burnt umber of the setting sun shining right through its shimmering translucent flesh. Soda bottles burst off the shelves directly behind her, and loosed coins sprayed the linoleum. Shauna jumped up, swung the rifle around, and screamed as she pulled the trigger. Part One The Storm Chapter One The newscaster, with a plastic-looking face and the electric yellow tie, spoke of doom. Todd Curry glanced up at the screen just as an HD map of the Midwest replaced the newscaster. A digital white mass blipped across the state, moving in staggered increments across the screen, completely obliterating Chicago and the surrounding suburbs. At gate 16 of Chicago's O'Hare International Airport, a number of people groaned in unison. For a moment, Todd thought it was in response to the digital snowstorm of the flat-screen television set, but then he looked over to the check-in counter and saw that flight 218 to Des Moines, his flight, had been delayed another hour. "'Son of a bitch!' he whispered to himself. "'The snowstorm will continue through the evening and well into tomorrow afternoon, which is bad news for a number of commuters who are desperately trying to make it home this Christmas Eve.' The newscaster said, grinning like a ventriloquist dummy in high definition, despite the bad news, "'Downtown Chicago has already been hit with six inches,' and some of the outlying areas may see as much as fifteen inches before the storm passes. So, unfortunately for all of you holiday travelers, there appears to be little reprieve in sight. Back to you, Donna. "'This is bullshit,' grunted an enormous man in a Chicago Bulls sweatshirt and cargo pants that looked like they had been cut from the fabric of a multicolored circus tent." The man was sweating profusely and balancing a triangular Savarro's pizza box on his left knee. His small, squinty eyes shot over to Todd, who was seated two chairs away. You believe this? You just watch, buddy. They're going to cancel this flight. Sounds like my luck, Todd returned. In his lap, his hands wrestled with each other while between his feet, his laptop sat in its nylon carrying case. Like someone anticipating a horrible telephone call, Todd's eyes kept shooting back to the flat-screen TV, bolted to one of the rafters above the rows of seats. On the screen, a mildly attractive woman in a burgundy pantsuit was shaking her head at the unfortunate weather conditions. That's just their little trick, the big guy in the bull's sweatshirt went on, jabbing an index finger roughly the size of a kielbasa at the check-in counter's electronic screen.